Good afternoon on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. I see the weather's turning outside. Um, I'm chilling with amazing entrepreneurs in studio. And I mean, we're talking about a particularly very interesting topic today. But I mean, you're chilling with your boy, Bulelani Balabala. And I mean, um, hanging with Debo Homafodi, who'll be joining us a little bit later. And I mean, we are 360 Biz. Um, join in, join in, join us on Twitter. It's at cliffcentral.com. Join us on Facebook as well. Cliff Central, sorry, cliffcentral.com. And I mean, let's get the conversation going and let's get the conversation started. But I mean, the interesting today, the, one of, one of the most interesting things that we're discussing today is entrepreneurs, um, disabled entrepreneurs. Because I mean, I've got a nice write up and a nice read away for you guys. Is it not strange that around 50% of all persons with disabilities who are, who are working are self-employed? Versus the less than 10% of non-disabled people with their own businesses. More of disabled people are starting to follow suit, starting up their own businesses. As the continent, government and business community, we seek to affirm and give recognition to entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, particularly with disabilities, who have demonstrated excellence and innovation as well as triumph over adversities in their business, sorry, in their business enterprises. Joining you today, I'm chilling with amazing entrepreneurs. I'm sitting with the gentleman, the amazing gentleman, Mr. Linda Gangumalo, who's a motivational speaker. Bernadette Rigney, we've shared quite a few words together. I'm excited to hear what this lady has in store for us. Who's a former, who's a former gov- government transformation officer who's now a new, well-respected social entrepreneur. Hmm, money, money. And I'm also sitting with an amazing gentleman on my right, Velile. Sir, you need to help me with this. Ma- Maranisa. You see, I will sub up. Hold on, hold on. Yes, sir. Because of their people that can pronounce Come a bit closer to the mic. Okay. It's very le Mahanisi. Mahanisa. Yeah, Mahanisa. But the, no, most of the people, they call it Maranis, but it's Mahanisa. Maranisa. And I mean, um, who, who, I mean, I believe it says here that you're a center ma- manager for. Sh- oh, Lord. I'm just a township boy. <laughs> Some of these words that I hear, it's, it's, it's share, share. It's a Cheshire home. It's LA to Cheshire home in David I'm particularly interested. In, 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 in the name. You must tell me a little bit about okay, this. Okay, I'll give you the background of it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. And I mean, to my far left, I'm chilling with an amazing young lady who's a speaker, who's an entrepreneur, who's an image consultant. Basically, this lady is Whoa. everything all in one. She's yeah, a motivational yeah. speaker, corporate speaker. I'm kidding. But I mean, welcome, guys. Welcome. So I'll start sure. with the gentleman on my far right so just please introduce yourself give us your name tell us um a little bit of what what you do we're going to get into um into detail in terms of what you do a little bit later okay oh my name is very remakhanisi from la to church home east of Johannesburg. Uh, i'm the manager of that home with the person with disabilities uh, can I give you a little bit of the background of Archie? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, the the LA to church home for the person with disabilities for instance, for those who are marginalized, uh, for they were taking care of them. This uh, electric church home was started in 1991. Uh, uh, church home, Leonard Church home, was one of the uh, war veterans from England who managed to introduce the, this uh, institution for the home for the person with disabilities because he saw that the person with disabilities, most of them, they are not taking care of them from the various homes because the person with disabilities need love and respect. 
but a, a little church home was was also introduced in 1991 in east of Johannesburg. But there are a number of homes in around uh, South Africa. Uh, one of them is in Harding in Randberg, and other one in Soweto. There are trains in in Gauteng. We are having uh, 19 residents and also 13 employees. They, we are having uh, folks caregivers who are taking care of them uh, during the night and day, giving them medication. Also, the staff of them are uh, also giving the, for instance, in terms of meal, uh, uh, breakfast, supper, and also the lunch. Wow, quite interesting. And then I'm going to move over to you, Pralinda. Sure. Um, and my, my name is Linda. I'm a township boy. I'm from Tembisa. Tembisa? Yeah, Baba. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think life, uh, 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 it, it, it sort of like it, it, it chose Uguting and Zending Hambang I met my accident in 1995. I was shot uh, by a stray bullet in Tembisa when I was a teen. So it's almost like 20 years since I've been in a wheelchair. I'm sort of like uh, one of the veterans who, who, who've been disabled for, for, for a long time, you know. But inside me, uh, when I met my accident, I, I had the passion of sort of like sharing my story, you know. You know what happened? When I got shot, I was not admitted back to my high school in Tembisa, you know. So by that, I was forced to move to a, a school for the disabled, you know. When I got there, I was sort of like this talking person who who loves themselves, who 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 didn't see disability as an obstacle and all of that, you know. So I started sharing my story, and I was discovered by someone, and I did a documentary. Then I started having that passion of what of sharing my story as a person who's disabled and as a young person again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to picking your brain a little bit more about that story because I'm yeah. also from Tembisa. Sure. So it's very amazing. Yeah. Benedette? I'm Benedette Okay, just hold on for me, Benedette, please. I'm Bernadette Redney, the CEO, CEO of Fability, and we focus on fabulous lives of people with disabilities. So basically, I take someone and I skill them and <laughs> upskill the person. And we focus on all sorts of career paths, um, the recruitment processes. I assist a lot of private sectors who are trying to reach their 2% target. And with um, employing disabled people, there's a lot of barriers and environmental issues that you need to take into consideration, such as public transport yeah. or um, the accessibility of a building. So I, I focus on those type of uh, little matters and assist the companies constructively oh wow interesting and then the young amazing lady who's doing phenomenal things just please tell us who you are and what you do my name is pindila magola i i do a lot of things but i will start with my company it's called proper pendles the name came when i was in naples florida People couldn't really pronounce my name Pindile, you know. In South Africa, they say Findile. That side, they couldn't even pronounce my name. They started calling me Pendles. And I'm like, okay, Pendles. So everybody in the kitchen just called me Pendles. Then what came about was that whenever we would go out as young people, when we would dress nicely, we would just say, you look proper. So I'm like, why not combine the two words and, you know, create my own company, which is about image consulting. So what we do is we teach an individual how to dress for your body, for your lifestyle, and for your skin tone. So we combine all of that together. And I also am a co-founder of a youth movement called Bountiful Hands Movement. It's an unprofitable organization based in Mamelodi in Pretoria. So what we do, we empower the youth 
with knowledge. We want the youth to be better future leaders, and that's what we do. Oh, beautiful. Debocha, how's it, brother? Debocha. Yeah, no, okay, we're going to try and get Debocha a little bit later on in the show. But I mean, one of the things that inspired us to actually um, do this particular show is the fact that when you look at business as a whole, and when you look at the limelight, it's been put on different sort of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs from the township. Entrepreneurs that come from previously disadvantaged backgrounds, some that have created some of the most amazing products, and some that have done amazing things. But I mean, you know, we don't really shine a light on entrepreneurs that have done phenomenally amazing things that are disabled. And I mean, to a certain point, when you look at especially townships and some suburban areas, I mean, facilities that are to accommodate disabled people are very rare and it's a little bit hard. So, I mean, and here's a, I mean, one of the most proven things, especially when you look at the facts here. I mean, 15% of all disabled people tend to run their own businesses. And I'd like to think that it's because of the work environments that aren't there that you're actually forced to do your own, that people with abilities actually do nothing about them. And I mean, they just sit on the sidelines and watch you guys do amazing and phenomenal things. And I think just across the board, I mean, some of the guys that are doing amazing things, I mean, we've got Nisha here, um, who's, who's doing amazing things, who's a campaigner. Um, for, for, sorry, for the underprivileged, who's raised a lot of money across the world. She's an international keynote speaker. Um, she's born without arms. And I mean, these are some of the people that are doing phenomenal things across the globe. But I mean, apart from that, I mean, to be sitting in a studio with you guys that are doing phenomenal things is one of the most interesting things. So, I mean, I'd like to then start off with you, sir, from Tembisa. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, just tell us a little bit about the incident and I mean, you know, your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, Just share yeah, the story yeah. a little bit. With us. Yeah. As I've said before that uh, I made my accident like 20 years ago. Ne? And um, I started to have that uh, a passion, burning desire in me, the passion of writing a book, a passion of sort of like sharing my story, my obstacles, challenges that I'm, I come across and all of that, you know, because in my point of view, when I was looking at the world, it's, the world is not educated about disabled people and the challenges maybe that we're being faced with, you know. So, the challenges that we have is are sort of like a a a a builded around what the community of not understanding people with disabilities you know in my case when i do my talks i sort of make sure that i do sort of like an awareness you know share my stories so that people can understand that most of the challenges that we are faced with are sort of like mentally builded by our community and ourselves you know and creating barriers maybe for ourselves and and and, and other people again you know so inside of me i had this spending passion of doing what of doing talks and I want to write a book again so that I can do it and share my story share my story more and sort of like educate people and all of that you know but another challenge that I'm coming across with it's bookings okay yeah it's 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 a rare for 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 people to 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 sort of like book a speaker who's disabled without sort of like someone maybe you you will sort of like tell someone like word of mouth and say yeah, there's a certain speaker a great speaker so 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 and so can you invite him and blah 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 you know people sort of still have that stigma towards disability because they don't see what the, the person the real person that you are they sort of like see the chair and the, the the disability the limitations that you've got instead of recognizing what you are bringing maybe on the table you understand 
understand. Mm. So most of my challenges, those are, are, are challenges that, uh, that I come across that, you know, bookings are sort of like rare. I need to market myself. Like my sister who's sort of like doing like clothing and who can advise in all of this uh, so that I can be able to do it and market myself. If it, someone who's running a company and everything, when he looks at my profile and said, damn, we want to invite this speaker to come over and share his story by, by what? By looking at the, uh, of the profile of what? Of, of the person. Do you understand? Yes, yeah. sir. Sure. No, interesting, man. But I mean, just tell me something. Yeah. Um, so when you brand yourself out there as a speaker, what do you tell people? Are you the disabled speaker or are you a speaker? Because I'd like to yeah. just understand yeah. that. Dude, besides the, the chair, I'm still, I'm still lean. Like yeah. Malo, you yeah. understand? A chair is the form of mobility that I'm using to sort of like to get around because, you know, I'm limited. I'm paralyzed. There's nothing that I can do beyond what working and everything, you know. I just say I'm a speaker, Linda, but I make sure that in my profile, I post what my pictures and everything so that the person can sort of understand the person that are inviting not to when i get here then you don't understand how this guy he didn't mention that he's on a chair you know we could have made some arrangements and everything you know so i make sure that i'm a disabled speaker i like it or not the, the word disability it's part of me you know it's part of my journey you know and most of my stories i share what my my obstacles and my my my, my goals and 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 my everything you know sure Interesting, interesting. What inspired you, though? Why, where does this passion and resilience come to? Because, I mean, I've yeah. met quite a few people um, that were, you know, that were on the chair and were disabled. Yeah. And one of the things is that they don't have a zest for life that you have. I mean, the innate ability. you here today. I mean, we're sitting exactly. in studio yes, exactly. because of this internal drive. Just quickly, drive what me. is this thing that is driving you? It's, 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 you know, there was a time after my accident, after meeting my accident, ne, I was just a dude in the township pool, standing in the corner with other guys who are selling cigarettes and everything, you know. But inside of me, I had that burning desire in me that, gosh, I want to be someone. I'm tired of sort of like sitting in a corner and not doing anything and, and, and sort of like, you know, watching people living their lives i'm just as ex- existing not sort of like living my life you know so inside inside of me i had this burning desire i started to read books and inspire myself and everything i don't know maybe it's god you know who who wow. sort of like inspires me to 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 be the person that i am and my family my family support um it's sort of like you know it, it, to them it doesn't matter if i'm working or i'm, I'm not able to work i'm still what their son you understand and my mom as a single parent who raised me and sort of like the strength that she had and the challenges that we were faced with after my accident you know she's one person who sort of like inspires me to be to be the person that i am but after all i would say it's 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 called the universe that sort of like you know says we're giving you this gift and it's yours and it will be up to you how you handle it you know it will be my choice that i will stand in a corner and beg or i will choose to do what to 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 be someone you know interesting now bernadette off to you you know it's so amazing and it's so interesting that i mean you haven't been in the government for so long you've seen loopholes you were mentioning to me in terms of the system and then you've now come out you're you're, you know you you're somewhat of a social entrepreneur but i mean I mean, when you look at the corporate environment and there's a bus- the business environment as a whole in South Africa, is it conducive? Has it been made conducive and user-friendly for people with disabilities? Not at the moment, really. Yeah. There, there are some companies that are focusing on the person's disability uh, and then other companies that focus on the capability of the person. Yeah. And what I want to do is break away from the whole stigma. And if you still need training and sensitization programs to... 
assist you in to learn how to cope with, cope with a person with a disability, then you're living in the 500s. Yeah. It's time now to focus on people's skills. Yeah. And um, the more skilled individuals you have in your company, the more you're contributing to society. And the less people who are on the social grants, um, you know, it's just better for governments at the end of the day. We want to reach everybody's 2% targets and be equal contributing members of the business world and the corporate world. Now tell me, I mean, when you go into different presentations, I mean, I can imagine across the board you're meeting with marketing directors, CEOs, CFOs and all this stuff. Do you find that the reception is much better? I mean, when they're listening to your pitch as opposed to someone else's, or do you still feel think do you do you still think that there's that stigma? Because what I'm trying to unearth here is is it easy for you to walk in, I mean, and present as opposed to someone who is able-bodied um, like myself? Do you find the reception to still be good, especially for I, you? <laughs> I feel for me, um, I don't really relate to the disabled people's comments when they say that they feel excluded from society. When I walk into the room, you know, the CEO wants to come and see me, no matter who I'm meeting in this company. Um, it's a stigma that needs to be broken, but it's the person, it's the individual themselves, the disabled person. You're going to make your life what you want. You know, what you dream is um, completely up to you, and only you can decide how far you're going to push society's limits into accepting you. Wow, interesting. Yeah, uh, off to you, sir. So, I mean, day-to-day runnings, managing um, managing this beautiful home that you're part of. I mean, how's that working out for you? Well, uh, that home where some of some stages is really stressing because I'm dealing with 46 people per day. Okay. You need to come with a different concept each and every day dealing with certain individuals because the type of disabilities is not the same. Some of them are mental. Some they need that caring from them, from my humanity, from uh, my love. Because you are dealing with admin work, you are doing all the documents, you need to take care of them. If there are certain complaints, I need to address to them because I'm one person. I don't have any, P- any, any, any PA or any assistance. But each and every day, they run. Wait, pause, sir. Okay. Are you doing this all by yourself? <laughs> yeah, by myself. <laughs> by myself. <laughs> but I mean, wait, 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 wait. I okay. want to digress a little bit. We'll come back to that issue. Okay. I want to understand what formal did you get any formal training for what you're doing right now, or do you, were you are you doing it purely out of passion and love? Actually, I get this job uh, last year in the 30th of November. Yeah, yeah, for instance, because I was doing a business leadership, uh, one of the services provided from Nomakwa. Now they took me to be to, to take care of them, but I said, man, it must be a contract for three months because at this stage I am not dealing with the finance because my administration was not sufficient at that stage. But uh, through the in the learning process, I'm trying my best to focus each and every individual what is happening in that home because in terms of filing, you need to be very um, uh, focused on whatever you're doing. But and also the person with disability, you know, the person there are different diversities. From some of them, they stay there for a long time. They don't have relatives, so you have to take them to various uh, parks so that you can get a... For instance, the person with disabilities, some of them are very sensitive. They need a, a, a love that they didn't receive from their home. So, uh, true, like my brother has said, Linda, you need to have love for the humanity. You need to be chosen for the particular job. Although I'm trying my best to do whatever I'm, I'm trying to be. One of the uh, crucial elements is that their grant, which they are receiving from the government... 
I take, for instance, it's 1,006, which is their rental, and also they remain with the 350. For instance, that they cannot do without anything, but although the, the uh, social development is also assisting them with the, 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 the grant which they are receiving quarterly, it does not cater for their, 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 their needs. So I'm trying to get some donors from various companies so that they can assist me because some of the, their needs are not enough for them. But, I mean, what drives you each and every day to wake up in the morning and say that I'm over and above my disabilities, I'm going to assist other people? Because I think that, I mean, that that's pretty phenomenal. Because, I mean, I think that to a certain point, I would like to get myself out and do my own thing and inspire myself. But, I mean, what inspires you each and every day to wake up and go out there and not help yourself to make hundreds of millions? But, I mean, you've saw this desire to help other people do this for themselves. You know what is happening in the human society uh, as a person, you need to empower some of the people so that they should be get that, that exposure from the from other people. You know, as a person with disabilities, we need to have that unification among ourselves in order to in order the government should show us what is happening to our lives. You know, at some stage, if the the person with disability does not help another person with disability, there's a said there's a huge problem on that note. So, as a person with disability, we need to assemble our our, our spectrums so that we help each other and love each other. So that the government should recognize that. I can give you a clue. Some of them was Mrs. Uh, Davidon from the person with disabilities, but the number of activities which are happening in that, in the, another center. So one of them was, uh, get that man as Mrs. Davidon. So these kind of things for them is, is they get exposure from various companies, from various communities. So as person with disabilities, we need that thing so that we can love each other to help each other because there is no one who's going to love us except we love ourselves you know uh, at some stage there are a number of policies which are happening in, in the government but they are not implemented they are just uh, there in, 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 in writing but in order for us to do something we need that um, thing to happen wow and I mean Okay, just let's, wow, <laughs> I'm totally inspired because, I mean, here I am on this side, always complaining about different things. And, I mean, I think to a certain point you overlook the abilities that you have and always complain about frivolous things. And you have got the, these amazing entrepreneurs in the room that have got these things that are called disabilities. But I would like for today not call them disabilities because they're abilities. Because think yeah, about it this yeah. way. You kind of took a bad, not kind of, you took a bad and you turned it into a good. Let's see if we can get Debuha on the line to just comment on the beautiful show that we're having today. Debuha, are you there? Nah, Cape Town has got him caught up. Let's leave it. <laughs> so, I mean, my beautiful yeah. sister, Pindles. What do you prefer, Pindila or Pindles? Pindles. Have you confirmed? <laughs> have you conformed to the to the narrative of all these people that have been getting your name wrong? Or <laughs> I think you... for now, like when I introduce myself. I am Pindil, you know. I will say hi. My name is Pindil, but you know, you'll find me when I'm on stage. You know, I'm a, I'm a keynote speaker, and you know, I will say I am Pindil, but then call me Pendles. You know, that's my nickname. So to say, even though it's my other name, but it's my nickname. But like, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to each and every one of you, and I'm inspired. More than anything, I am inspired. Here I am, you know, I've got a, an organization for the youth, you know. We're trying to, as everybody was saying, it's all about the mindset. Yeah. And it's about the love as well, yes. you know. Because we try, I try to instill, like, knowledge. Like, there's more to it. There's more to it. So, 
you know, let's let's open up their mindset, you know. Let's not see our life in this little box, but let's just broaden it, our, our horizon. And that's yeah. what inspired me to even start the organization called Bountiful Hands Movement. And I mean, okay, just run, run us through, I mean, the organization Bountiful Hands. I mean, who do you guys focus on primarily? And I mean, um, do you have support from anyone, any sponsors, any donors? I mean, how is it for a young, black, amazing woman in this particular industry? Well, when we started, it was just me and the co-founder. When we started, we started in 2014, and it was just a small idea. We collected food and clothes, and we went to a primary school in Mamelodi, and we stood there, we spoke life into them, and that was when Bountiful Hands was born. And since then, we haven't even gotten a sponsor. We're running from our pockets, and at the rate we're moving we won't be able to handle it at all, you know. So right now, I was telling my team, guys, we need sponsorship. We need sponsorship. Like, we really need it because these girls, you know, we have the equipment uh, to get the speakers, you know, to get them the knowledge they need. But where is the funding, you know, to keep us alive, to keep us going? Because there's a lot of things we, we're doing. And it's it's focused on the youth because I believe if I had a mentor at a very young age, I would have gone far, you know. It's unfortunate that I, I got a like, mentor at a very like old age, not that I'm old, but, you know, I got it. So I'm thinking... What will happen to that young girl or that young boy who gets a mentor, gets all this knowledge from, you know, high school? They're going to be better leaders. And that's what we're aiming at, actually. So that's what we're doing at Bountiful Hands Movement. Oh, interesting. Hey? And I mean, you know, it's so amazing, actually, just listening to you guys talking about all these different things. But I mean, what are some of the challenges that you guys experience? I'd really love to. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before, before, you know, like it, uh, it, in my case, I've learned that some, somehow disability, it's a, it's, it's, it's a mental thing. You know, I had, um, after my accident, I had to deal with, with my mental state a lot before anything else, you know, because my, my mind, it, it, you know, a mind is a powerful tool that, you know, more than anything that you can sort of like have and use, you know, I dealt with my mind a lot and I'm, I'm not afraid of of my limitations i know uh, my limitations and i know that okay this is just a boundary that something that is trying to sort of like stopping me not to sort of like overcome what my, e, 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 the disability issues and everything you know like in my case challenges of finances and everything that you want to do you know you i want to inspire i want to go to school uh, to speak about disability and, and, and do road shows and everything and educate young kids from, from young age so that they can sort of like understand a, a, a friend who's disabled, you know. Roundly in, in Tembisa, where I'm from, where there was a kid who, are, who was sort of like logged in, inside the family house for years. They, they knew at certain source house there's a child who's disabled there. And those kids, we grew up knowing that there was someone there, but we've never seen the person coming out and mixing up with other kids or playing with other kids, you know. If you look at our society, maybe the parents were right, we're protecting the child, and on the, the other hand, the society not knowing what's exactly what's happening with that kid, you know. So if the young kids from at the young age at the school, it crashes, they sort of like 
understand disability, the challenges that we're facing with and everything. Well, I think we'll be living in what in a better world, you know. So I'm one of the people who are sort of like, I'm here to make my mark and I'm taking my gift of pain, my disability to use and educate and inform other people so that we can sort of like have a better life or the next generation of people with disabilities who will come and sort of like be more sort of like educated and, and knowing good, you know, disability is just a state of mind, but mm. it depends on mm. you how, how you, you handle it, you know. Listeners out there, stay tuned. Don't move. We're going to play beautiful songs, Zahara Imali. But I mean, back after the song, we're talking about this beautiful conversation, entrepreneurs, social entrepreneurs. We're talking about leaders out there in the community with disabilities and inspiring people out there. 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com. We're back on the radio. We're talking to these amazing entrepreneurs. I've got Debucho on the line. Debucho, how's it, man? Yeah, I'm good and you, my brother. I'm good, brother. It's good to finally have you on, yeah? Hey, this phone is jealous, man. I can hear you guys are having fun in the studio. It doesn't want me to join in. You know, nah, this network. Nah, man, the studio's on fire today. I mean, just the studio's amazing with these amazing bubbling entrepreneurs that have got a zest for life. It's 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 crazy, eh? Yeah, how's yeah. Cape Town? No, no, no. Okay, Cape Town is, is very hot. It's just the weather is behaving after the bad storms that, that were here last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but at least it's 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 behaving. Let's hope it will remain <laughs> like this for some for some time to come. Yeah, but I'm quite inspired um, by the guests in 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 studio. You know, it's it's actually uh, priceless to hear some of the stories um, that that you hear on Infosinadid uh, to put Linda. You know, put Velile, and more than the thing. You know, what you you guys are quite. And inspirational. I think one must um, congratulate you on, on the. Tabucho. Nah, Tabucho's gone. Um, so I mean, we're just gonna keep the conversation going. So before Tabucho um, came on board, we were talking about some of the challenges. So I mean, Bernadette, what are some of the challenges that you are facing, or rather, what are some of the things that you see as uh, challenges? Oh well, Fability is a year old, and in the beginning, I also struggled with. What type of marketing strategies should I use? And um, I was very reluctant to get sponsors and uh, investors on board because it would take away from the Fability name. So I went through every mistake <laughs> that a person could find. And um, sometimes I feel that uh, you need to go through those mistakes and build yourself up because now you can provide the information to people. So some of the challenges is in the beginning, the financial part, but don't worry. It's just a little yeah. milestone. You can say no to a million. You're going to make 10 million tomorrow. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, you just need to find your niche. You need to see who's out there. Um, what are your competitors doing? There's so many people doing exactly the same type of work, but where do you come in? What makes you different? Yeah, yeah. And that's what the companies are going to pay for. That's what you're going to stand out in um, if you focus on your individuality. I mean, if you look at all the multimillionaires, everybody's different. You have your Richard Branson's and there's nobody that's copying each other. And when you do start copying and trying to do something because someone else is successful, that's where that's your downfall. So you need to be so unique and use that. And um, I mean, uh, Pendy's um, amazing project I'm already seeing Hey, Fability is going to definitely <laughs> use your services <laughs> Yeah, um, fine Yeah, just what's you your niche know. What are some of the challenges I mean that you encounter on a day-to-day basis or in, I mean in the growth of what you're trying to build up now with the home 
Well, there are a number of challenges as I'm late, uh, as I'm a, 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 that center of that person with disability in, in, in a Glorian in Teviton. Uh, for instance, the, those guys, which, um, we need to give them a, a medication on an oral daily basis. Some of them have been taken to the hospital. Some of them, you know, for instance, we're having a social worker. We need to, go, uh, to cancel them. For instance, in terms of the, their relatives who are not coming, because um, they normally cry to me, because I'm not a social worker, but other, at some stage, I need to come up with a mechanism that will make that person happy. For instance, to take him to a certain park, as I already mentioned, uh, previously. So there are huge challenges for the person with disability. Uh, at some stage uh, as a person with disability, you know what, what is going to happen in the human society? You need to build that uh, stigma for, your, for of all, all kinds of disabilities. When you look to a person, you look at him, uh, that particular person, as a human being that is created yeah. by God. There's no person who is not created by God by mistake. Look at the person as a human nature, for instance, which is an object from God. You know, at some stage, some of the people, when they look at the person with disability, they look in as an object which does not exist. Look at the person as a humanity and love that particular person. Uh, we've got a caller on the line. We've got a caller on the line. Pumla, what's your comment? Uh, hi, it's Pamela here. How oh, sorry. How's it, Pamela? Uh, good, thank you. I'd like to say that this is a very great and informative show that you guys have there today. Thank you. Yes, because um, I have a four-year-old daughter, and uh, she also lives with a disability. And I can comment on uh, what Benedetti just also mentioned there, that uh, it's not really easy, you know, saying that you're living with a disability and, you know, getting to live in society in this day and age and getting to be accepted in certain places and so forth. But I'd like to say what you guys, what you all guys are doing there is quite great. Honestly speaking, you guys are brave. You guys, I say, keep it up. And uh, I hope God will really give you the strength and, uh, or, you know, like have the confidence to go on. Wow. Sounds <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Pamela. Really, really okay. appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. So, I mean, guys, when you hear beautiful things like that, you guys are heroes. I mean, what <laughs> ran through your mind? Hashtag inspired. <laughs> I am inspired too. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, um, it's it, it's so uh, sometimes um, ama- amazing and pitiful because you know, in our community, people, if you've got a disabled child and everything, there are few people who will raise their child like a normal child. Mostly they will throw people at Chechaya homes because there's nowhere else where other people can sort of like stay, you know. So that is why I'm saying sometimes it's a, it's a, it's a mind. You need to, people need to, to, to sort of like learn and we need to sort of like in, inspire and empower people with disabilities, you know. My brother would love to visit Chechaya home and sit down with your guys if they would see someone who are, who's in the same situation like they are, they are, you, you understand that life has no, has no limits, but it's only you who sort of like limit yourself, you know. I mean, I don't see my chair as a limitation, you know, and I don't see it as an obstacle for me, but I use it as what? As an opportunity for me, you know, and no one else will sort of like tell me that, but I chose to do what? That I'm gonna go to Cliff Central and knock at their doors and say, I'm, I'm marketing myself. I'm a speaker. <laughs> I want to do this and that and yeah, that, you know. That's mm. that's Definitely. That's Beautiful. Sure. I mean, Pindile, you're an image consultant. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the things that, um, sorry, Bralinda was talking about is the fact that 
maybe it's the way that people take him. Maybe it's the way that he brands himself or puts himself across that uh, some of the people are not able to receive him well and an issue with the bookings. I mean, mm. how would you advise them or advise any of the guests in studio to position themselves better? I think, like, what we do as Image Consulted, well, what I do in particular, I look at Obabulinda here and I'm like, I'm, I'm drawing from what kind of person he is, you know? And what I would do, I would take that and interpret that into clothing. Because oftentimes, all um, social media has, you know, people taking selfies. We're seeing all these Photoshop pictures, but we don't know the behind the scenes, you know? So what I deal with is I, I look at, you know, Benedict as a person, as the human being. And, you know, I see your potential. I see your qualities. And I'm like, but how can I use that or take that and mesh that with clothing, you know? Because I believe we all have different styles. We all have you know, different personalities, and we all like different things, you know. So me, as an image consultant, I will sit down with you. And, you know, let's talk, you know. Let's remove the makeup. Let's remove the heels. Let's let's find out who you are. And le- let me help you brand yourself. So that's what it's about, basically. So any, uh, the advice I would give Uba Belinda is that I was I was looking at you at your Facebook page, you know, just now. And I'm looking at it like the first thing I need to be seeing is he's a speaker. You know, I see your cover page is always you were on studio, actually. So I get to sense that, oh, okay, I can book him, you know, and having spoken to you now, you know, I I get that this guy is a good speaker, you know, because uh, I'm with uh, the Leadership 2020 and they teach us how to speak. You know, they're having um, an event on Saturday. I was born to speak and we get to learn, you know, what a speaker is. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, he is it, basically, you know, like I'm, 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 I'm wondering why aren't people booking him, you know? Like you're making me want to book you for, you know, the next Bountiful Hands event, you know, because I'm that inspired. Sorry, I mean, beautiful, sir. I mean, there you go. You've got someone to book you. But I mean, Benedict, just tell me, um, who are some of the people supporting you? Um, I've got huge support. Um, <laughs> not financially. I do my own finance and oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But I've got, um, sure, the amount of people that have stood by me since the decision I made that I'm going to leave government, <laughs> everybody wasn't too pleased with that. Um, you just need to make sure that you are around people who are like-minded yeah. running businesses. Yeah. I've got this quote that um, don't accept advice from somebody that you wouldn't trade places with. So the people that are constantly giving advices, if they're not driving a Bentley, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just ignore them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, even with celebrities, um, the events that we host, we have amazing people that come out and uh, just show support, which also puts a lot of emphasis on the disability um, sector. And, you know, at the end of the day, we end up working together. And it's not oh, the disabled person and the able body. It's yeah. actually quite a fun, massive <laughs> get-together. Yeah. And then, I mean, the environment is home. It's quite supportive. Yes, yeah. That's beautiful. Bravelila. Sure. But, I mean, who's supporting you? I mean, do you have any support from home, community, friends? Yes, we do have uh, support from some of the communities. 
who are also the entrepreneurs who are not support, but their support is not uh, that legitimate at some stage. Yeah. yeah, we need more donors to come on board to help the person with disability. As I'm saying that the, their grant is also giving them the rental for the entire month. So they don't have some of the, to buy the toiletries and also some clothing for themselves. So we need uh, some donors to come on board so that they can support the person with disability from a uh, lady to Oh, beautiful. Support? Yeah, my brother, I mean, I uh, support, as I've said, that I've even quitted my job this year, like, um, wanting to do this as, as a profession, professional, you know. Um, currently, it's only my mom and my grandmother, Pindile, was sort of like. <laughs> you know, I think one of the most, sorry to catch you. Yeah, yeah. One of the most inspiring things that this gentleman was telling me during, uh, during the break, um, is that, he believed in this dream of being a speaker mm-hmm. and publishing yep. his two books so yeah. bad that he even sold his cars, left his job. Mm. Wow. Hey, but it's difficult, bro. It's, it's, it's <laughs> not a, a simple thing, you know. It's not a simple thing, you know. But I, I chose to do what... Bro, bro, you know, I used to sit down and look at people living their lives and I'm just existing, you know. And I started to sort of do what God, but exactly what is it that you want me to do with my life, you know. I'm so passionate about helping people with disabilities share my story, share other people's story. If I get an opportunity on, on, on sort of like in broadcasting and everything, share my story, mm. share other people's mm. story. There mm. are other people who are disabled. When I look at them, I would say, gosh, you know, I thought I was, I was, I was the one. But, you know, there are people who are sort of like, who are, who are better. You know, like, mm. but there's no one who knows about them because we don't have any public uh, a platform whereby people can sort of like showcase that that cases and stories, you know, and share those stories with everyone. So today I'm open to anyone who would sort of like come and assist if I'm, I'm I'm doing my speaking and everything and all of that, you know. I mean, we've got an interesting and amazing um, lady. I mean, on the line all the way from George joining us on Skype. Jackie, how are you? again and um, be able to contribute to a really interesting and meaningful discussion. Yes, yes, Jackie. I mean, you've been listening to the beautiful and amazing topic that we've been running in studio. I mean, what do you, what do you think of these amazing entrepreneurs? You know, entrepreneurs are a special breed of people. It takes a lot of grit and a lot of guts to take that leap of faith into the business world and make things happen. But even more so if you have any kind of physical um, disability or impairment, it just, it just gives you an extra challenge. So for the men and women who are in that situation and are, who are going for it um, regardless, I, I have the utmost respect and the utmost um, just... It, it fills me with so much pride on their behalf because... I'm an able-bodied person, and I know how tough it can be at times. So to to put that aside and to still say, I'm going for it, and to make a success of your undertakings, that is really a phenomenal accomplishment. Yes, Jackie, that's beautiful. I mean, I think earlier on, I mean, when we were engaging, I mean, you shared some interesting and beautiful facts on social media and disability. I mean, what are some of those facts? Well... From a social media point of view, we have to remember that um, people with any kind of a hearing or sight or mobility impairment, for them, using social media and websites and applications is not always easy. But the fact that the tools are at our fingertips and that anyone with an internet connection can now connect with other people and participate online, this actually opens up a whole new world 
not just for able-bodied people, but for, for people with disabilities. And, and those that have taken that and said, well, this is an amazing tool, I'm going to run with it, irrespective of my, of my challenges, some of them are doing really, really well. And um, I, I actually am friends with, with three ladies that I'd like to mention today in particular because they are just phenomenal women who are also entrepreneurs in their own right. And uh, one of these ladies is, is cerebral palsy. She's 25 years old. She's in a wheelchair. But she functions as a social entrepreneur and she's dedicated her efforts online to campaigning for underprivileged children. And she's currently raising money for Smile Train, which provides surgeries for children with cleft palates. Her name is Nisha Vargese, and she is a blogger. And um, she can be reached at, uh, at Nisha360 on Twitter. But the amazing thing is, is that Nisha has actually raised over 10,000 US dollars so far in her campaign which I think is just it's phenomenal. And um, then there are another another pair of ladies who, who blow my mind. One of them is a woman by the name of Nikki Abdenor, and she's quite well known. She was born without arms, and she's based in Cape Town, and she is a well-known international inspirational keynote speaker and a trained clinical psychologist. And I first met Nikki on Twitter a couple of years ago, so even though she doesn't have arms, she has not let that hold her back or stop her, um, not in any capacity at all, whether in business, whether in her career, whether on social media. She is utilizing every opportunity that she has available. And um, so that, that's just another one for me that I just go, wow, you know, if, if she can do it, you and I who have two arms, two legs, two hands, we, we really have no excuse. Um, another another lady who's actually in my hometown of George, she recently won a Naledi Award. Her name is Gaynor Young. She's also a blogger, and she is a very beautiful actress who suffered a tragic fall from the stage at the State Theatre, and this left her with a number of injuries, but it also damaged her hearing and her sight. And after her tragic accident, Gaynor became a blogger, and um, her award was for, uh, it was a Lacedi for the spirit of courage because despite everything that actually should have completely wrecked her life, she's stood up, she's made a go of blogging and she she's re even returned to the State Theatre recently where, where the accident happened and really faced a lot of her demons. But she's making a difference in the world mm. and reaching a lot of people through online networking. So it just shows you what can be done um, with the tools that are at hand. And, and for people with disabilities, there are ways and means to, to get around them. I mean, um, there was a study done by Dr. Scott Hollier. He's one of Australia's leading Internet access experts, and he himself is, is blind. And he consulted with some other users uh, with disabilities about their experiences using social media. And Dr. Hollia has now produced a social media guide with a series of tips of useful information on how people with disabilities can access various platforms. And I'm actually going to tweet a link to this report so that if there's anybody who would like to download the report and, and read it, it basically takes you step by step mm. um, through 
what you need to do to set up your social network profiles. But more than that, it gives a lot of tips on on the accessibility issues that people with disabilities have faced. So entrepreneurs who are facing, uh, for instance, vision or sight impairment, it's recommended that they rather use the Facebook mobile site, which is m.facebook.com, just for the mobile site, because even although it has more basic profile editing and, and, and it's a bit limited in its functionality, it's a lot easier for people with vision impairment to see. Um, then then I, I won't go through all of the tips. It's a yeah. lengthy report, but I'll, I'll give you just a few quickly. Um, if you're going to be using uh, Facebook and you would like to use the voiceover screen reader on iPhone, so for example, if you if you can't see and you want that, that screen reader application to read you the information on screen, it's recommended that you download the Face the HD app because this app, it is a paid app, but this works best with the voiceover screen reader. And so that's a 59 Rand 99 app on the App Store that could make it a lot easier for anybody who has vision impairment to use Facebook. Then um, other tips. For Twitter, there's a site called easychirp.com. And you can go to easychirp.com. And this is also um, a site for people with impairment who just makes it a lot easier for them to tweet. Yeah. And um, then, of course, on Skype, Skype is quite forward-thinking. They have, um, under their tools list on Skype, if you go to the pull-down menu for tools and you click on accessibility, you can switch to screen reader mode. And screen reader um, mode will then also read the information on your Skype screen to you. So for people who are blind or vision impaired, that's that's a really big win. And I mean... YouTube, so I, mean, I, I I think Jackie just tried to to tweet the information, then we'll retweet on our site. I'm definitely going to do that. Um, YouTube has a, a a function for people who are obviously sight impaired, but they still want to know um, what is being shown on the video. Um, I think we lost Jackie there, but I mean, just to continue with the show. Um, I mean, we're going to be closing it up. We're shutting it down. Um, sir, ten ten seconds inspiration. For what is uh, to be in Cliff Central, it was a gratitude for me to be here. For okay, for instance, what was in, to come and present with what is happening to LA to Church High Home to find out what is happening to the person with disabilities who are marginalized, so that I would love for the donors or, or sponsors to come on board to assist them with some of the things which are they're not capable to purchase them. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Sir, yeah, in my case, I would say, um. Let's shine on the ability, not the disability, you know. I'm open for bookings. Uh, anyone who wants to get hold of me, Ulinda Gangumalo in Facebook, Ulinda Gangumalo on Twitter again. Yeah, and thank you for, for, for the opportunity. Thanks. Thanks sir. Sure. Benedict? Well, I would just say that people need to believe in themselves, focus on what you're really good at, and um, visit Fability, fability.co.za. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you. Pindles? Uh, I'm say, I'll say... It has been like a great opportunity. Follow me on Instagram, proper underscore pindles. On Facebook, pindile, bountiful pindles and bountiful hands movement. Yeah, um, mine is just go out there and make sure that you get things done. Guys, thank you for joining us. You've been amazing, very inspirational. Guys, join us next week, Tuesday, from 3 to 4 on 360 Biz with Bulelani and Tebukhoma 40. 
Cliff Central. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.